listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the EPPodcast.com. James Paul Lynch is one of the members of the Beatles tribute band, American English, and they are going to be playing at 115 Bourbon Street this Saturday, 115 Bourbon Street, 3359 West 115th Street, Marionette Park. Remember, you can still get tickets, although they are going fast. 50 bucks gets you beer, wine, food, buffet, and American English, $75. You get a 30-minute meet and greet with the band. James, uh, how many of these uh, do you do a year? I, I would imagine that you guys are very, very busy based upon what you bring to a crowd. Yeah, well, we're uh, we're lucky to do a few events like this throughout the year and all sorts of different uh, Beatles-related shows. And uh, things change up a little bit depending on the time of the year. But uh, this is sort of more our slower season, so we get a chance to really do some fun stuff, some different types of shows, and see different kinds of crowds. Well, somebody was telling me this, that you guys start, you, you guys change costumes depending on what song you're playing. So does it go like in chronological order? You start off with the mop top, you're, you're, you're getting ready to go play, a, you know, in the stadium tours going across uh, America when they, when they originally came over, and then you eventually get to, you know, you're wearing Sgt. Pepper clothes. Is, is it kind of go like that? Is it in chronological order then, the music? Absolutely. Um, most of the time with our sort of complete, we call it the complete Beatles experience. And with that show, we like to start with that sort of big Beatlemania breakout period. So the black suits, the Ed Sullivan show, the Hard Day's Night movie, you know, 1964, 1965, when things were just absolutely mad. And, uh, and then we went to the psychedelic 60s, and that's when things started to get really different. And we tried to really dig into some of that material and put on the Sgt. Pepper's suits and all of that and then we go into the natural progression which is abbey road and sometimes we'll even go into the solo years and do wings and john lennon stuff from his albums and george harrison stuff from all things was past we really had a lot of fun with it i i, ha- I was curious about something I, I was asking the folks over at the library about this they didn't have an answer and it's just the way my mind works i'm wondering like uh-huh. when you're up on stage you guys drop into like the accents like are you trying to do you, and, and when you get the meet and greet backstage, like, do you break character? Like, what, what the people that are doing the extra meet and greet, what, what can they kind of look forward to? Uh, well, of course, we have to do the accents, you see. We paid good money to learn how to speak that way. <laughs> That's awesome. James Paul Lynch, he is a member of American English, and American English, again, going to be out at 115 Bourbon Street, Saturday, October the 12th, from 7 to 11 p.m. is the 75th anniversary celebration of the Evergreen Park Library. Remember, 50 bucks, the beer, the wine, the food, and the music from American English, the show. I mean, they say music in this ad, but it sounds like it is a show, and you want to go check that out, and definitely for an extra $25, you get to hang out with the band backstage. I look forward to meeting you guys EP Podcast is going to be out there as a guest of the library. We're looking forward to being there and seeing the performance. So I will see you guys on Saturday the 12th. Awesome, Chris. I look forward to it. Thank you so much.
It is now time for your EP Word on the Street. And before I jump into it, let me remind you, you can get tickets to that event with American English, evergreenparklibrary.org, while they last. Evergreen Park High School is having their homecoming this Friday night, 7 p.m. versus Eisenhower. Alumni, check in at the alumni table at the entrance. There will be an alumni tent at the south end of the football field. After the game, the alumni are all gathering at the Red Palm. Pizza is going to be provided. Should be a fun night. The high school's fine arts department is doing a Halloween festivity with a party including pumpkin decorating, snacks, costume parade, dance party with lights on their stage, and a short movie on the big screen. All EP families with children 8 and under are invited. It's Thursday, October 24th from 5.30 to 7 p.m. And it's my favorite price in the world, free. Go to epchsbands.org and fill out the Google form to register. And beginning next Monday, October the 14th, the crossings at 87th and Rockwell, the train crossings, are going to be closed both ways for two weeks for necessary repairs to the CSX grade crossing. That's your EP word on the street, still up ahead. An Evergreen Park business fighting for their business lives. And Paisha Allen from the youth department with more cool stuff going on in EP. Stick around. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park. But we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. The world is fast and busy. Sometimes you got to get down to your speed. And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. Maybe your speed is wine on a Wednesday with your friends for Wine Down Wednesday. Maybe turtle races and Queen of Hearts on Thursday nights is more your speed. Each and every night, though, at the Red Palm, you get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm, it's like walking into an island bar but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique tastes, comfort foods, and honestly, the best wings you're gonna find anywhere. Have a tropical drink, a craft beer, a glass of wine, or share a bucket of lights with your friends. Watch the game on one of the many flat screen TVs over the top of their bar or out on the patio. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street, Island Attitude, Local latitude. Hannah, we have a guest down here at the bar. Yes, we do. I'm excited. Whenever the EP podcast gets a guest down here from the neighborhood, I love it because that's what I always envisioned with the EP podcast is that people could just stop by and talk about stuff going on in the neighborhood. Yes, indeed. Reed Nuttall is not only an owner of Cool Clouds, which has 
a business here in Evergreen. And then, Reed, you also have the other one. It's in Tinley? Uh, Tinley Park, Tinley yes. Park, okay. He and his wife, Bridget, live here in Evergreen, and they have cool clouds, and their first business was the one in Evergreen Park, correct? Yeah, and we opened five years ago. All right. Before we get into this conversation, I do want to say that Reed has been one of our longtime advertisers on the show, uh, but recently has had to kind of pull back the reins on it, and it was mainly because of the fact that he's fighting for his life. So this is a completely unpaid interview. Okay, this is because I wanted to talk to him about this because it's becoming a big deal across the country. Yes, it and is. he's a local business that's being directly affected by what's going on with the whole va- people call it the vaping epidemic. Read, but how should I describe it? Because I, I know to you, don't see it as some kind of. It's not that kind of an issue for you, right? No, really what I'm trying to do is make sure that we're we're informing the people of Evergreen Park about what's actually happening right now so that we can be smart and safe with our neighbors. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to make sure that I'm here to answer any questions you guys have and try to give you as clear an idea of what's actually happening in in the real world right now. Well, I do want to say this, and one of the reasons why I said I wanted to reach out to you was I I was at the, the mayor's state of the village address, and you were there. But I found it interesting he was singling out certain businesses, and he singled out yours as a very successful business in Evergreen Park. But your business life you're fighting for right now, because currently there is a section of this country that finds what you sell to be dangerous. So I know Hannah was asking you some questions early on, and I want her to definitely jump in here while we're talking. That's, you know, that she's the investigative reporter, I'm not. <laughs> but first of all, just explain to people who don't know what it is. What is vaping? What are they threatening to take away and how would it affect your business? I, I primarily sell nicotine replacement products. Um, the majority of what we do is actually convert ex-cigarette smokers over to much less harmful vapor products. Um, vaping can mean a lot of things. If you're talking just in the strict governmental wording on it, it's anything that you use a battery to heat up a liquid with. Unfortunately, right now we have a we have a black market THC product issue that they're conflating the wording on to make it sound like it's a nicotine product issue. And we want to make sure that the people that are using nicotine products know what they're doing and that really the people that are using THC products are actually warned that they have real risk of injury to some of the products that are out on the market. right Now, now. So before we keep going here, yeah. before Hannah jumps in, I want to establish this. You've owned this shop for five years. I have, yes. How old do you got to be to walk into the shop? Uh, 21 years old to walk in the door. Not 18, 21 to walk uh, into we, the shop. 21 years old as of July 1st this year. Okay. And we actually supported a t, uh, 18 and over before it was state law. So we are very concerned about limiting youth access. Because vaping wasn't treated the same way as cigarettes, was it? Originally, well, like when you opened, it wasn't like they said it's eighteen and over, like a bo- like a pack of cigarettes for you. Yeah, but we we opened early enough that we were kind of in front of a lot of the legislation that came with vaping, and we wanted to make sure that these products were an adult only product and they weren't targeted towards the wrong people. We want to eliminate cigarettes. Somebody walks in, they look young. You card them. If you're under the if you look under the age of forty, you get ID'd when you walk in. You ID store. them when they come in, and yep. if somebody comes walk in and says, "I don't smoke," but I've always thought of trying vaping. How would you react to something like so that? So obviously, it, I I am not in the business of telling adults what to do, but I certainly try to discourage them from using vapor products. Um, if it's something that they absolutely want to do, right. it's not my place to tell them no, but I'm going to strongly encourage them. If you are not a cigarette smoker, don't start using vaping products. They have a purpose. We need to make sure they're used for that purpose. 
So you were talking about the black market THC. How is that getting confused so much with vaping? And what are the dangers with this THC that's, you know, not regulated? You don't know where it's coming from, but a lot of times teenagers, that's what they get their hands on. And they think it's vaping and they think it's safe. What is making that black market THC so dangerous? So I'll handle the second part of that first. Um, with the, T, the black market THC products, about six months, we, ha- we really have two lanes that we have to look at here. Um, the first is with the, the concentrated THC products, um, how you always were able to test their quality in the past was you would uh, essentially rock it back and forth and there was a little bubble and how quickly it moved kind of gave you an idea of, you know, air quotes, purity. Um, so what you know, drug dealers started doing is they started using vitamin E acetate, which is um, a, a, a chemical that's in a lot of products, but it, it can be consumed as like drinking or it can be applied to your skin with no harm to you. But if you v- inhale it, you're going to start getting some real issues with lipoid pneumonia because your body can't handle a fat or an oil or a lipid. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you have that the other issue that we're hopefully going to be starting to see some real data coming out on pretty soon is the t- uh, marijuana base ingredient that isn't from our medical program, but is just you know street drugs from Mexico or wherever. Right. You're starting the levels of pesticides and uh, herbicides that they're using. While they're you know obviously we I can't condone people using illegal marijuana, but if you're just vape smoking the flower like a traditional joint, right, your dosage is at a different level than when you convert thousands of pounds of marijuana into single pounds of base concentrate. Um, and as you heat some of these pesticides and herbicides, you get very interesting uh, or not very you get very dangerous chemicals um so some of them have been shown to uh, create cyanide which is you know a lethal chemical yeah you don't want to have that yeah you yeah so a, as you concentrate it down you also concentrate the levels of those herbicides and pesticides increasing the risk for the user cuz here's the thing i could i can click on cnn.com foxnews.com msn.com i can open up the paper i can just go on social media if you look at these things you get the impression that there are kids, there are adults, there are people getting cancers, lung issues, and dying as a result of vaping nicotine. Do you have stats that show, like, how likely do you think it is these people are actually, and, and this is your business, so everybody's got to take, I mean, like, you're, you're, you're defending your business right now, but how likely is that coming from nicotine vaping, and how more likely or less likely is that coming from putting some kind of black market product in there and using that. So obviously, thank you for the point. Like I am a business owner in this industry, but if you look at the current CDC and FDA data that's out right now, the government's numbers, we're getting ranges from uh, the mid uh, low eighties in States um, for THC usage in these cases and then some states are in the high 90s to 100%. We're talking ahead. percentages. Percentages-wise. So so. Some states are saying 80% are at least, at least 80% these people have reported they were using THC or using something illegal. And some of them are up to almost 100% in other states. Yes. And that's one of them. Um, so, and you're seeing that. Now, you will get a lot of people that use nicotine products and THC products just because, you know, that's how the epidemiology of it all works. The, the people uh, I know that smoke weed smoke uh, cigarettes. 
very hard for me to find somebody who smokes weed who doesn't smoke cigarettes. Well, there's plenty of people that smoke weed that don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, you, too, see, so. you, you run with different crowds <laughs> yeah. than I've run with in my well, life. It, 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 <laughs> and it, I don't smoke either of them. <laughs> but it's I, all, but I guess I've been it, around it enough. I guess it's all who you grew up right, with. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, so we are seeing those much higher percentages in the, or the current batch of patients that we have now. Now, obviously, we do have some people that are just self-reporting as nicotine only. And if they are, if that is true, we want to, we want real data on that. Like, I want to know exactly what products they're using. I'm a responsible retailer. I want to be able to pull those products off of my shelf. Right. And if I can't get that information from CDC or Illinois Department of Public Health, I'm, I'm not doing my job and I need help from the government to actually give us real information on the specific brands that people are reporting using. More with Reed in 60 seconds here on the EP Podcast. Companies that offer insurance at low prices may not cover what you need, just what you paid for. Cutting your auto insurance coverage could end up costing you thousands in the end. Mike Thauer at Country Financial offers what cut rate insurers cannot, peace of mind. Mike's a lifelong resident of Evergreen Park with his offices right at 3923 West 95th Street in the EP. Mike has policies that stand up to life's challenges and protect what you value most. He'll help you make a smart decision, not a costly one. Call Mike Thauer, your local country insurance representative, 708-425-1559, and protect what matters most. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Preferred Insurance Company, or Country Casualty Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. The Dixie Highway Brewery Trail Oktoberfest is happening at Blue Island Beer Company in a couple of weeks. Blue Island's not that far away from Evergreen Park. All the breweries showing up from 1 to 6 p.m., Saturday the 19th, 40 bucks for general admission and includes food tickets, 50 bucks VIP, you get in for an extra hour and you get some extras. And I'll be out there with the rest of the group from one of my other podcasts, The Broadcast Basement, broadcasting live. If you want more details and to get tickets, go to blueislandbeerco.com. Reed Nuttall is still sitting down here with me and Hannah. I got a few more questions for him if he doesn't mind. Because what they want to do is they want to get rid of all flavored things. They do. Okay. And the reasoning they put behind it is one, kids. And secondly, they think that this is what it, this is what's hurting people is because they're getting, they're into the flavors and the chemicals in the flavors. That's what I keep reading is the chemicals that are in the flavors, the things that make the flavors is what's hurting people. So, and, and that mindset isn't based in any actual science or reality. So, flavors are incredibly important in helping adult smokers convert away from cigarettes. Um, While FDA's data does show most youth start with a flavored vapor product, it's because most people that use vapor products use a flavored vapor product. A teenager is going to use whatever they get and get their hands on. When I started smoking cigarettes, we literally lit cigarettes. They were, were terrible, but we started using them anyways. Um, and I'm committed to limiting limiting youth access in our community. I like. Well, you, you ask, don't even have a website, right? I do. You I told me this. I it, never. I never did online sales because I always thought that that would be a real threat for young people in our community absolutely. to get right. get these products. Like I sell an adult thing. I consider myself a liquor store essentially. If you want to, you know, buy a handle of Jack Daniels, you got to go to the liquor store to get it. You know. Um, so I and while I understand that a lot of people like the convenience of online sales for these products. It it's something we have to look at because I, 
there has to be liability in that chain somewhere. And we can't stop a guy from California shipping into Evergreen Park. You can't go write him a ticket. I see you as a small business owner who lives here in our community that could lose his business if this isn't done right. Would you be in, you'd be in favor most likely of regulation, like rules, like possibly don't sell stuff on the internet so kids doesn't, don't, you know, so kids can't have access. Okay. You know, make sure that, I mean, if, if Cook County all of a sudden started sending the same guys to check on video gaming and liquor sales and everything else into your business to check you like anybody else, I'd be surprised if you'd be against that if it meant keeping your business open. It'd be more regulation than banning. Am I, am I characterizing that the right way? Absolutely. I've actually supported and worked with our state trade association to get this industry properly regulated. Like the people that are in this business, we, we, care about what we're doing. We want to have our products regulated so that people know what they're getting. Um, We've been trying for years to get licensed by the state so they can collect good data on us. I would love for there to be real enforcement dollars coming into this space where if we have bad actors in the retail space, we need to remove them. Um, If you really like, you know, I, I can't remember who said it, but somebody said, don't tell me your priorities, show me your budget and I'll tell you your priorities. We need real enforcement dollars here to help guys like me try to keep these products that can help 40 million Americans around while also limiting access to youth. We have to be able to do both. Any reasonable regulation, I'll, I'll back it, I'll support it, I'll lobby for it if I need to, but banning the products that help people quit smoking cigarettes seems like a step backwards to me. All right, Reed Nuttall, his wife Bridget, they're both from Evergreen Park. Reed was nice enough to come down here. He never got to really finish that beer that I poured for him. So we're going to stop interviewing him so the man can have a beer because I think he's stressed. Okay? I think he's absolutely, positively stressed. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Depending on how you feel about what Reed said, I think I still go back to the idea of I would want before we start closing businesses because it's so important, especially to a place like Evergreen Park, to have businesses that that are successful inside of it. I would think that we would want people to look at all the science before we made a judgment. Reed Nuttall, good luck to you and Bridget and the Cool Clouds. And I hope that no matter what, you guys get a fair shake because I think you deserve it, especially for all the work that you're doing. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy. And he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. Our guest down here now on the EP Podcast, she was one of the first people to join us when we started a year ago. She was brand new at her job. Uh, We've had her on several times, uh, but she's gotten very busy lately. I think the last time we had Paisha Allen on, I had to chase her down 95th Street during the 4th of July parade just to get a word with her. She's got some time out of her busy schedule to come join us because there's lots going on at the youth department. How are you, Paisha? 
I'm great, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm really excited that you're over here. Every time I look at what's going on uh, in Evergreen Park, I see four or five things going on over at the youth department compared to the way I, I remember when you were getting started last year. It's a tremendous accomplishment. You feel good about the first year or so that you've been in there? Like, are, are you going along the track that you were kind of hoping to go along on? Yes, sir. I'm so excited about how far we've grown and all of our programs. So I just hope that everybody comes out and support us. Well, uh, I, I love seeing it in all the events. I mean, like we're we're at every event together. Yes, sir. You know, it, we're, we're a day in the park. We're at the parade. I, I saw you at the State of the Village address. Okay, you're, you're active in the community. You're one of those people I bump into at all the community events because you're at all the community events. But let's go through some of the things that people may or may not know about that are going on at the youth department right now. Are you still putting those kids to work? We do. We still have our community chores program. And if you're interested, you can come into the youth center um, located in the community building to uh, sign up for the chores program. How often do you have a parent just drive a kid over and walk in and be like, I want you to put this kid to work? Is it always the kids that show up that are looking for the work? Or do you get a parent like, get him away from my fort, get him away from the fortnight and, and, and make him go rake some leaves? I think it's, you know, uh, 50-50. We do get the parents and the kids in, but the, to be in the community chores program, you need a parent signature so that your parents know you're involved in the program. Okay. So eventually we do see the parents. All right. What else do we have going on? What do you want to talk about? What's, what's big and new and exciting right now in fall in the youth department? Because I know you got a lot. Okay, guys, so it's not too late to sign up for our Haunted Hayride Field Trip. Uh, Haunted Hayride Field Trip? Yes. Where, does, where is the hay? The Hay is in Delwood Park, Park, Lockport, Illinois. Okay, that's so you where we'll be going. Get on a bus. You go to Lockport. You get on a what is it like a like a like a cart drawn by a horse, and they they ride you around, and people jump out from behind the trees and scare the bejesus out of you. That's exactly what it's gonna look like, Chris. <laughs> It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. What's the age for that? Because I know those things can get scary. The grades are fifth through 12. Okay. Well, those, those kids, they, they're desensitized by fifth grade. Heck, third graders could probably go on this thing, but it's fifth through 12. They get on the hayride. How much is it and how long did I have to sign up? Uh, well, it's $16. Uh, it's October 11th, 5 to 930. So you just get dropped off at the youth center. And the deadline to sign up is Tuesday, October 8th, 6 p.m. All right. So get yourself signed up quick so that you can go on the haunted hayride. I, I, I meant to ask you this. Every once in a while, I'll announce something going on that I know is coming up like in the next week. And then I'll notice that your deadline may have passed. Have you ever had anybody come walking in being like, I heard it on the podcast. They told me I could sign up. Uh, maybe once. Am I causing trouble? Call. Am I yeah. causing trouble? Yeah, but you know what? I, I when somebody take calls them. from the podcast, I want you to reopen the <laughs> okay. sign-ups, Paisha. Oh, yes, if they mention the EB podcast, I want sign-ups to reopen. It's not their fault. It's mine. You put that on me, and you get that kid on that whatever they want to get on. What else you got going on? Okay, next up, we have our annual coat drive, guys. So please help make this winter a little warmer for someone in need. The coat drive goes from October 1st to November 30th. You can drop off all coats uh, used or new coats, new clean coats, I'm sorry, um, at the community center. So take me through what kind of coats that you're you're looking for, because I, I've got a ridiculous amount of coats. I've got, I mean, like, do you guys have like a certain standard for the coats? Like if my coat's missing a zipper or has one pocket in it, but like it's still warm, do you want something like that? Or are we looking for like everything's perfect with the coat? Uh, we usually take all the coats, as long as they're new or clean used coats, we'll take them. What if they're coats with really strange call letters or uh, radio station insignias on the back of them from other parts of the country because I've accumulated a ton of those and I don't wear them around anymore? Like if somebody could be walking around with an Alice at 96.5 Reno, Nevada 
jacket, but it's a nice winter jacket. Like, would you want something like that? Yeah, well, someone in need might think that coat is really cool. They think that's awesome? Yeah. All right. I got cool stuff, okay? <laughs> I'll drop off some coats. What else you got going on? Perfect. Um, we have our American Academy of Pediatrics Babysitters class, and that's on November 2nd. And the deadline to register for that class is October 18th. Those classes are huge. They're, they're a great thing to do. My daughter took a class last year. She uh, now makes money babysitting for the neighbors, but mostly she does it for free as an indentured servant for us here at the house. <laughs> but <laughs> she asked for money one time. I said, I'll start charging rent, and that, that ended that conversation. But... She does do it around the neighborhood, and what's great is that when people ask for a babysitter, I could tell them that they, that she took that class, and immediately they're like, oh, well, then I have far more trust in this kid than some other kid because they've learned to do something. We have a lot of confidence in her. We we had it in her from the moment she took the class. We had it beforehand, but when she had the class, it's like that extra sense of calm, understanding that like she's able to handle certain things, and it already came in handy because her brother fell over at Circle Park and split his head open. And she's applying pressure to the wound and calling 911. And very, we talked about this a few months ago. I know you don't listen to the show, but we talked just about, <laughs> about this a few months ago. And, and, and she, she was able to do all this because she went to one of these classes. So I think they're a great thing for kids to go to. Yes, it's an incredible class. And even when I was at that age, I took the same class. So it's phenomenal. You'll grow to love babysitting and learn all the fundamentals and what it takes to be a great babysitter. And if anybody ever has any questions, and I know that you are everywhere, and it's very easy to find you because you're always at all these events. And Paisha's got a great personality. She's very easy to walk up to and talk to. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to embarrass you real quick. No! I, I am. I'm going to embarrass you. I talk to a lot of people. I talk to village trustees. I talk to the mayor when I interview them. So your name comes up constantly about doing a great job over at the Youth Commission. And, Thank and, you. And I'm going to tell you, it's a, people don't get... That's the thing. You always, in any job, people will compliment people, but I don't know if it ever makes it back to the person. So, I mean, like, I just want to let you know that over the last year, the amount of times that's been brought up to me... Or, I, or like I've mentioned your name, like I got to get Paisha out again and somebody says something about that. You're killing it over there. You're doing a great job. Aw, thanks, Chris. I really enjoy the support and I enjoy my community and my kids and everybody. Thank you so much for all the support. How do you get a hold of you? If somebody wants to get a hold of you or they want to talk to the youth department about different opportunities. Well, I can be reached through phone or email. My phone number is 708-229-3377, or you can email me at pallen at evpkadm.org. And don't forget to like our Facebook page, Evergreen Park Youth Department. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. Before I finish up, was that your cell number? You don't want to give that out, do you? <laughs> that, that's the office number. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> that's the, that, that's the <laughs> office I don't want your house phone number. ringing like crazy. No, that's the office number. <laughs> Feel free to call any, anytime. 
Chris. <laughs> Paisha Allen, thank you very much for coming to join us on the EP Podcast. Uh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.